0: All my life, I've watched America's influence on the world get greater and greater. From television to news to Hollywood celebrities, the entire world has its eyes on America. But this is not America. Living on the other side of the world, I thought I was the only one who saw this, so I kept my thoughts to myself. But one day, everything changed. I never knew that I could be part of something greater because in my country obviously there's nothing like this. I always thought I was crazy, why am I the only one who believes in the things that I do? This American media is of course leftist. And they of course don't, don't think that, they just think yeah, it's American they think media. It's, they think this it's telling the truth. presentation of it, America is mm-hmm. America. I'm Gabriel X. Charles and you're about to hear what's been on my mind. Alright, welcome back to this week's episode of, well, now we have to explain the name change. Right, okay, story is, essentially, I am an extremely indecisive person and I can never stick to one idea, so I changed the podcast name. Anyway, Happy New Year with... I hope all of you had a great New Year's celebration. I know I missed one episode last week because, you know, celebrating Christmas with the family, that's most important. And I hope all of you are making fantastic New Year's resolutions. Now, with a new podcast name comes a new format. Now, it's not like I really stuck to the last format, but this new format is essentially, well, I'm gonna talk about whatever I wanna talk about. So, I think I should give a bit of um, a bit of explanation to what this new podcast name is all about. You know, Catacomb Diaries. What is this? What is Vampire Diaries? Heck, I mean, sort of sounded cool because of that, but no, that's not what it's that's not what it's about. See, catacombs are basically you know it's where they basically the underground graveyards, and that's where the martyrs the bodies of the saints were buried and the early christians they used to because they were persecuted so what they used to do was go down to the catacombs and they worship there and i think this i kind of relate to that sentiment because you know Living in Singapore, having all these conservative ideas, I've always felt like I've had to suppress and hide these ideas in sort of a little my own little catacomb of my of my own. And I have, as I explained, I have all these notes in my iPhone. And this podcast is af- this podcast is after all meant for sharing those notes. So, hey, catacomb diaries, get it? Huh? Makes sense. So, on to today's podcast. Today we are going to essentially be talking about the silliness, the absolute silliness of today's culture, how we've stooped, we have stooped so low as human beings that we have to resort to being babied by the government in order to just not act like animals apparently thanks to the, dec- the, the decline of religion and with it, morality itself. Now, so what I want to talk about today, what inspired this was, I saw this video on Reels or something, maybe TikTok, I don't know, I don't have TikTok for the record, I don't use that, Chinese spyware, but it was a video about a guy who was refusing to, okay, context, so this guy was acting as the father, and he was showing his friend a picture of his daughter on his phone, saying, "Oh, look at my daughter! Isn't she beautiful? Like, um, she's turning 18 tomorrow." And the guy is like, oh, "I can't call her beautiful, no, because it's 11:59 p.m. on the day before her 18th birthday. Wow! So you can't call her beautiful." And the, you know the moment she, <laughs> the moment the clock ticks. 12 a.m. on her 18th birthday, apparently, the guy goes, oh, okay, yeah, she is beautiful. And the father goes, she's not 18 yet. And he takes out an an FBI badge and says, she lives on the west coast. You know, because on the west coast, um, the time zone is a bit later. And look, this is so stupid. I have posted about this a lot. Okay, this complete rubbish, degenerate logic, okay? This mindset that the moment a girl turns 18, it's apparently a free pass to sexualize her, and anything under that is just, oh no, you can't. How does that work? Look, I think it is extremely intellectually dishonest, because because every guy, they have at some point in their lives found themselves attracted to a girl who happens to be underage of course by accident and you see that's the point here it is a very natural thing for a guy to be attracted to a to an attractive girl you see the one thing we have to understand here and be honest about here is that men by nature when left to their devices don't they don't actually they don't actually care about age you know you know what allows for a man to be sexually attracted to a female by nature is a woman's fertility and girls become fertile at a really young age really really young age not really really young age that was an overstep look now everyone's gonna say that i'm a pedophile which is exactly the terrible culture that i am talking about here so what i mean is they become fertile way before, way below the legal age, okay? So with that fact in mind, what we're really seeing with this culture today is this mindset, you know, this mindset. It's essentially the result of what happens when a man's carnal sexual desire, as I mentioned earlier, you know, this nature that men don't really care about age, When a man's carnal sexual desire is restrained merely by civil law and not by an actual moral religious one. Look, this is what happens. This is exactly what happens when you remove the doctrine. Because in a perfect scenario, if it is in fact religious doctrine and a moral code, not some secular law that governs your life, then yes, men may find themselves attracted to, well, maybe, attracted is not the right word to use. Men may find themselves experiencing some selfish, immoral sexual desires and attractions towards a younger girl, you know, but it's just the same as they would experience an immoral and selfish sexual desire for a girl their age or even an older woman. Look, because the fact is, the attraction, it doesn't change, okay? Like, when it comes to something as inbuilt into human nature as sexual desire, do you think nature cares if it's legal or it's not legal? No? And I think this is very evident from this very stupid culture that we have right now, where people go, ooh, damn, that girl is hot. And upon finding out that, oh, she's not 18 yet, they're like, oh, snap, I take it back, ah, don't arrest me. That is so dumb. Like, if you think she's hot, you think she's hot, okay? There's no taking it back. Her being two days under the age of 18 doesn't magically make you think that she is no longer hot. I mean, look down at your pants, okay? Be honest. Be honest with yourself. Is it hard? There you go. Be honest with yourself. (laughs) The question is... The question that you really have to ask yourself here isn't... The, isn't whether she's legal or not. The, the question that you have to ask yourself is that do you have any ill intent? Because if it is a re- religious, if you adhere to a religious doctrine, if you adhere to a moral code that is governed by, well, the law of God, not some civil secular law, then that's gonna be your concern. It's not gonna be, is she 18 yet? You're gonna, your concern is gonna be. Are you going to go home and like masturbate to her pictures, have sexual fantasies about her? Are you gonna attempt to get in her pants? That should be the real concern here, and that's what I'm trying to say. I know people listening up to this point might might be thinking, "What is what is up with this guy? Is he a is he a borderline pedophile or what?" No, that's not. This complete opposite is what I'm saying. This it look this really just shows how low the standard has gotten in this day and age because that should really be the concern. Regardless of age, whether you're having impure intentions about a 15-year-old girl or a 40-year-old married woman, it doesn't change the fact that it is, in fact, morally, morally wrong. Now, of course, the consequences of these two different actions are, of course, different. But let's not get into this game of moral relativism that most modern Christian doctrines like Sola Scriptura allow for, because look, when there are in fact hard and fast doctrines on the meaning and purpose of sexuality and sexual desire, and when exactly this sexual desire becomes immoral, then it's just going to be wrong to sexualize a woman regardless of age period no pun intended you know because huh you know, when girls become fertile they get their period haha <laughs> anyway now obviously this is what i'm saying obviously if the girl is clearly a kid okay that's a whole different story if you're finding yourself attracted to kids because they look like kids, that's a whole different story. And pedophiles pedophiles need to undergo electroshock therapy or something, or as Shapiro says, be castrated or killed. But in a perfect world, okay, where if everyone were to actually adhere to the standards of an actual solid Christian doctrine, it should be perfectly fine for me, a so-called legal adult, to say that a 14-year-old girl is objectively attractive. Unfortunately though, in today's day and age, society is so broken and sexuality has been so warped beyond recognition that for me to say that in today's world would essentially mean that I want to have sex with her and have sexual fantasies about her and masturbate to this 14 year old girl. What? How has it come to this? That's not how it should be. Look, literally the teenage Virgin Mary was betrothed to an older man. Sorry, bad example, but you get my drift here. And, well, maybe a better example would be, why do you think old guys are usually, we often see these old guys being so forward with young women, saying that, wow, you are gorgeous, your daughter is beautiful. You know what? Because it's probably because back in their day, it was the perfectly gentlemanly thing to do back then when people didn't have this stupid mindset of oh is she 18 yet ah and y'all go around whining about creepy old men yeah i mean look there's no denying that there are plenty of creepy old men out there but that's probably because they spend too much time on their smartphones on tiktok and being immersed into this stupid culture of today now i'm not sure i'm not an old person let me know if you're an old person and you disagree but hey you very well know the kind of thing i'm talking about here and so that leads me to the mindset and the legality of it you see what this very pagan and honest honestly very american mindset of simply looking at it as whether you're legal or not legal what this means is essentially that once a girl turns 18 it's a free pass to turn her into your personal porn star in your mind now if we want to talk about legality in that case then in the first place sex sex before marriage itself that should be the th- that should be the thing that is illegal okay which is really the root of this entire issue right here you know here in Singapore where i am it is still rather socially conservative well at least it used to be back when i was growing up And, as a kid, I was so appalled to see that the age of consent was, what, 16? I was like, what? Age of consent for what? For what? Sex? Like, I was thinking, like, marriage? No, sex before marriage. Sex. Just sex. (laughs) Like, the idea of sex before marriage for me, just growing up Catholic, I mean, I still am Catholic, but just this idea, it's just so foreign. Like, and so it brings me to this thought of, why is that the standard? Why is sex before marriage the standard for this law? Like, why is that even a consideration? Why are we even having a law to permit this in any case at all? And I think this is so stupid when it comes to dating, because what this then means, the message that you're sending, you're sending to young people is that people who date are going to have sex. That's what it says. That's the, that is the new normal. <laughs> that shouldn't be the case. Whether, now, whether you're ready to date or not. Now, if we're talking about that, I think that should be up to the parents, not the law. Like. <laughs> the government doesn't the government doesn't the government doesn't parent you now i'm not saying that people should be allowed to have sex at any age no that's not what i'm saying at all complete opposite again i'm saying that people should be only allowed to have sex in marriage that's the that's the whole point of it that's the whole point when did when did this idea become foreign like thanks a lot protestant Protestant Reformation, if you don't want the church to have authority to make a doctrine, this is what you get. Eventually, this is going to happen, okay? Now, of course, people are going to tell me that, you know, this law is meant to protect minors. Yes, I know. I agree. I agree. It is definitely necessary, okay? But the problem I see here is the mindset that people have as a result of this law. Because what is this law implying? As I said before, It's implying that sex before marriage is totally fine, as long as you're above 18. But wait! If you happen to live in a certain place, it could be 17, or 16, or I don't know, 15, or 14 or 12 if you live somewhere else in the world. Oh, but wait! If you're both under 18, then it's definitely totally fine, you can just have all the sex you want perfectly okay. You see what I mean? Now I get it, okay, if you tell me that, well, the age of consent thing is just to, you know, it's meant to deter child predators, and I say deter because you know, criminals and child predators don't actually care about the law, like how criminals don't care about gun laws, which is why gun control won't work, and so why not with that same logic, Wouldn't a law on sex before marriage, just a law prohibiting sex before marriage, period, in turn, deter sex before marriage as a whole and drastically reduce all these problems that are caused by premarital sex? You know, abortion, single motherhood, decline of Western civilization, you know, if the left actually cared about you, they would do this. You know, they're all about having more government control. Why don't they do this? Because guess what? The left doesn't care about you. Now, I know that the argument is that, you know, we as conservatives, we're all about our freedom and stuff, right? And the argument is going to be that two consenting adults should be able to do whatever they want. Yeah, I completely agree. Just like how... Two consenting adults should be able to kill each other as long as it's consensual, right? But we don't see laws that specifically say that you have to be at least 18 to do that. No! What do we have? We have a law that says, Thou shalt not kill, period. Just like we have a law that says, Thou shalt not commit adultery. And sex before marriage is adultery, but, you know, there are probably some Protestants that will say that it's not because, you know, the Catholic Church says this, so we say it's not. But point is that if we can only all agree that sex before marriage is adultery and is objectively wrong, just as, you know, killing is objectively wrong, then it would make sense to have an actual law against sex before marriage, just like we have a law against killing, right? Now, I don't think it restricts your freedom because you know two people are still technically free and well within their rights to consensually kill each other. And there's literally nothing the government can do about it. And in the same way, two people can still technically do whatever the heck they want in their bedrooms because there's literally nothing the government can actually do about it. But if society saw premarital sex as something that was objectively wrong, the same way killing is, then we would have a law that sets the standard across the board, period. Killing is bad, period. Legal, adult or not. You get my drift? And in the same way, sex before marriage, aka adultery, is bad, period. Legal, adult or not. Now, I think a good example of this ironically is here in Singapore. We actually have a law that prohibits anal sex. Now obviously this law is not actually enforced because they can't, they simply can't do it. All this does is it sends a message that that anal sex is wrong and it acts as a deterrent. It tells people that anal sex is wrong. Now are people still having anal sex? Duh. But obviously, the law works in it somehow because the evidence is very clear. And you know what the evidence is? The LGBT community in Singapore, the activists, they are very triggered by this law because they, are, they say that this law is saying that gay sex is wrong. So yeah, that's precisely the point of it. Now, the only reason why I am not a fan of this law is because... This isn't here, this law isn't here because Singapore is a Christian nation built on Christian values. No, in fact, it's it's quite the opposite. Singapore is, in fact, very secular, and this law is simply there because we have an authoritarian government that wants to pander to the older generation and get their votes and these older voters grew up with so-called traditional Asian family values and stuff, but other than that, I guess the law does prevent Singapore from descending into more of a degenerate hotbed of sin than it already is, so I have no complaints here. Now in conclusion, look, if you consider yourself to be a Christian, you should hopefully agree with me here, maybe not with everything, but at least on this main thing, which is that, you know, we as humans, we all, we all experience sexual thoughts and attractions and desires. And I think we can all agree that sexualizing, sexualizing people and sex before marriage is wrong, period. And it doesn't matter if a girl or anyone is 17 or 18, it doesn't change the fact that it, that it is wrong. So if you as a Christian are more concerned, with the legality of something, rather than the actual morality of it, or if it's pleasing to God or not, then I'm, I'm afraid we probably have a problem here. So if you liked this video or podcast, please, please, please share it. Like and subscribe to my channel. Hit the bell so you get notified. Follow me on Instagram at Gab- Gabriel X. Also a quick self-promotion, I am a freelance web designer. So if you or anyone you know are looking for a web designer to work on their website for their business or their personal brand, do check out the link in the description or send me a message. Please do share this video and support this channel because this is a topic that I am very, very passionate about but nobody wants to Nobody wants to talk about it because on one end, people glorify the idea of being horny and promiscuous and on the other hand, people want to not people want to deny and not admit that they are horny people because apparently they are christian and they are saved and they don't sin until next time i am gabriel x charles and thank you for listening to this episode of the catacomb Diaries.